3: I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear end on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source.
4: All right, and we are ready now. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. We're back because we do Fix It Radio, of course, right before this. But if you're listening to us on Sunday, we appreciate that as well. This is uh, uh, Veterans Day 11 11 2023, so November the 11th. Myself, Steve Horvath, Gino's Auto Service with me today. Larry Unger, or sorry, Larry Unger is not here today. He normally is. So, Larry, hope you get to feeling better and appreciate you being with us as you almost always are. And uh, we appreciate Larry uh, being here when he is. And so, Larry, get to feeling better and get back with us. And we appreciate all that you do. Charlie Grimes, of course, our engineer. And our lines are open, 303-477-5600. Any question you have when it comes to your vehicle or anything else for that matter, we don't care. We'll take whatever question you've got. That's what Steve and I are here for. We don't say it enough anymore, and we probably still should. There's no dumb question. If you don't know the answer, chances are there's somebody else out there that has the same exact question that doesn't know the answer either. You're actually helping a lot of other people out by asking it. So never once feel like this is a really dumb question, but i got to ask it anyways. There's no such thing. Uh, We have answered questions on this program now for the last 25-plus years, and I can't think of a single question that was ever dumb. They're all important. Every one of them is necessary. And the way I've always looked at it is if it's a question you have, then it's very important for us to get it answered. So lines are open, 303-477-5600. Tony in Westminster, you're first.
5: Oh, well, John. How are you today? We're
4: great. Thanks for calling, sir.
5: Hey, I've got a Chevy Express 2500 2013 um, that the um, staff, the deter- deterrent... System is coming on and doesn't allow me to start my vehicle.
4: Okay. It
5: says service, it says service deterrent system is okay. what the message is.
6: And then your key then is something's different with your key, isn't it? Through your key, there's like a um, chip in built into the keys.
4: On that one, I believe there is. Yeah. Um, Have you tried?
6: Uh, this one's just a regular key. You know, there's no there's no little thing in there. And you haven't changed it recently, obviously, then. Key, does it have a key fob?
5: It doesn't. It has a key. Well, no, not a key fob. It's more like an entry thing, so I can, you know, a fob that allows me to lock. Right, the yeah, the GM
4: one was a little kind of a rectangular black one that the key was attached to, right? I mean, it's not on the key, but it has a key ring where the key attaches to the fob, right? Kind of, sort of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's still... I mean, the key itself, I don't remember on that one if it's chipped or not. But the fob is what's changing the the security side of it. So next question, Tony, have you changed the batteries in the fob recently? Do you think there? I mean, uh, is, it, is it still working okay? Is the fob working okay? No,
5: I, I haven't changed the battery, and no, the fob is not working.
4: I would put batteries in it. A battery, I should say. That's sure. the that's the flat, you know, large flat like like a 2017 i can't remember uh, yeah, 2032 20, something yeah, like that. yeah yeah <laughs> uh, anyways it's, it's one of those you can pull it out and see it and just you know stick another one back in there on that on that fob they're very easy a little flat screwdriver a pocket knife you can pop the fob apart and put a new battery and i would do that first before i did anything else
6: and, and cycle everything that's right Cause it may have just freaked out this one time it's probably been working fine for years and then all of a sudden this one time it it triggered something got triggered
5: right and so when you say recycle what oh, i don't know uh, what that means. unlock
6: lock the doors set the alarm oh. do a couple of things kind of work it through its paces okay. with the fob with the fob yeah with the fob so, gotcha. so the so the card recognizes the fob again and gets all that hey we're then, good to go then, is what yeah, it's going to say yeah oh well, so all I, right, I, cool. I that's where we would go first and all that's right, By I'll the way, that that's
4: kind of – I don't want to say that's common, but, Tony, it kind of is. I mean, that's even personally, You know, even as, as, a fob, as a fob sits, for all of you listening. Depending upon its use – and, by the way, they're drawing power from that battery at all times. I've got an interview with somebody on Monday that I saw at the SEMA show that has the ability to turn that battery off and on, depending upon how it's being used. But, Tony, in your case – that fob is sending a signal at all times. So that battery just over time is going to wear down no matter what you do. And you're doing pretty well because typically they're good for about six years. You're at 10. Uh, Typically at six, five to six, you're putting a battery in.
5: Okay. Yep, that makes sense.
4: So you're you're actually, you know, you've gone really long on that. So that's actually, and it's probably got the original battery in it, I'll bet you.
7: Well... Yeah,
5: you're, you're you're probably correct on that. Um, this is a different vehicle for me, so um, maybe the other guy who had it, maybe they changed
4: it out or something. But could I'm be. Give this, but yeah, you know, reg- I don't know. in, in regard for all of you listening, regardless, most fobs are good for five to six years on average.
6: The cars getting so smart now, they're telling you the bat the fob is bad. Uh, they're, the batteries they, weak. They'll
4: tell you. That's right. The and newer actually, cars will.
6: even some of the maintenance things are telling us at 30000 put one spent. in. That's yeah, all. so that's part of our maintenance schedule. We, we'll even get that in there saying,
4: right. and we'll ask us. Put a fob so in, or put a battery in, yeah. Put a battery in. Yep.
6: Just as a core.
4: core and, and, that and Tony, what that usually means is you don't just do the one, you do both fobs. You you make the customer do both of them.
5: I see. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. That way you're kind of
4: fresh when you That's start. right. That's exactly right. And I've had them go bad. I mean, I've had vehicles where I've had them... Out in my own shop to where you go to climb in and nothing happens, and it's like, is the battery dead? And you go, look, no, the battery's not dead, just the key fob is. If the key fob dies, well, then the vehicle won't even recognize that you can fire things up. So then you got to go take your time and go stick a battery in it, and it's a pain in the rear, and what I need to do is even put my own on a schedule because they just go bad. Even sitting, they yeah. go bad.
5: That's kind of amazing to me that you, you have to have the key fob with you in order to start your vehicle.
4: That's part of if the security got... aspect of what they've been doing now for, well, you know, your 2013, they've been doing that now for 15 years, probably, or more. Okay. I mean, some of the Fords yeah. were doing that all the way back in the early 2000s, Tony. 20 years we've been doing oh. that.
5: Uh, it, it makes sense. You know, I, I get it.
4: Well, I mean, they're trying to do every single thing they possibly can to defer... You know, to deter theft, I should say, and, and convenience. I mean, it's a two-sided coin. It's it's theft and it's a convenience factor as well. And they're again, because of the high theft that we have on vehicles in general, every manufacturer every year is constantly trying to figure out how do we keep these things from being stolen. And by the way, Tony, they still get stolen. It's amazing. I, I,
6: I, I'm seeing they're running around with an antenna thing, and they're using i have
4: and i'll be be talking about this next week i'm going to have a conversation with the company i found at sema on monday that eliminates what steve just said from happening because it'll turn the fob on and off uh computerized and i'll explain that next week after i have my interview monday tony but yeah to steve's point yeah they're they're actually trying to pick up that signal from your fob sitting in your house that's how much of a signal they're sending out at all times Yeah, sort of thieves. Yep, and they are getting smarter and smarter. Well, this last ring that they caught in Denver here recently where they caught, I think there was like uh, 10 or 13 individuals that they caught. I can't remember the exact number. Uh, One of them was kind of a mastermind, and one of them was sort of the quote-unquote IT guy, Tony, that had the ability to pick up those signals, create a new fob and key, and drive off with your car. That's how sophisticated that operation was.
5: That's a hard. That's
4: a hard way to make money. Uh, not. That's. That's not how I'm going to do it.
5: No. <laughs> right. <yeah.
4: laughs> uh, but but you know, but Tony, I was taught if it's not yours, you don't mess with it. Whether it's unlocked, keys are in it, doesn't matter. If it doesn't belong to you, you don't dink with it. That's how I was raised. Right. Yeah. You know, you you I mean, could have yeah. all of your tools in the back of your truck parked alongside the road, and I'm not touching it because that's how I was raised. Hmm.
5: Well, I think a lot of people raise that way. It's it's that small percentage that... Uh,
4: I agree, by the way. Fully agree with you're you. You're right. Yes, you're you are right. right, Tony. Unfortunately, it's that small percentage that have raised the prices for all of the rest of us, including what's going on on vehicles. Because, by the way, everything I just mentioned, we're paying for. It's not free.
5: No. It's, yeah, every time somebody does, well, and it's maximized that by, you know... A 1,000% for people who aren't, you know, playing by the rules, so Correct. to speak.
4: Correct. I mean, whether we're talking, Tony, that shoplifting on down the road we go. It's why I'm so big against, you know, the shoplifting thing and the fact these stores just let these folks, you know, walk out the door. I get the liability and all of that. But it's costing you and I and Steve money. Mm-hmm. I hate yeah. it. I, I'm, I'm the guy that I've been known to chase shoplifters down in the parking lot because I can't stand that because it's costing me money at the end of the day.
5: I, I see it. On the, I guess, different shows. But I, I've never experienced it, I guess, firsthand seeing
4: anybody. I chased a the guy there. down in the Home Depot parking lot that walked out with three Milwaukee tools one day.
5: Yeah, I was talking to the uh, Home Depot that I go to, and there's an officer that sits at the Home Depot now, twenty. well, I wouldn't say 24, but about 16 hours a, a day. Yeah. And wow. uh, I was talking to the guy inside. I said, how come? And they said they had $2 million yep. taken from just their store. Yep.
4: They, it just walks out the front door, Tony. It's unbelievable.
5: Yeah, yeah.
4: Unbelievable. So, anyways, no. no anyways, I, try that first. Let me know how it works. I will. All Thank right, you, appreciate man. you very much, Tony. Thanks. And, yeah, unfortunately, we all pay for those things. Bill and Lakewood, you're next. Yeah, I wouldn't be chasing people too much anymore. <laughs> I, don't, <it> bother <laughs> I me worry any. about them. <laughs> I, it doesn't bother me any, Bill. If but you anyway. look at some of these hoodlums that are walking out the door with their pants down around their knees, it's not hard to catch them.
7: Well, I'm not saying that. I'm talking about them pulling out a gun. Mm. People are nuts these days. Hey, but anyway, you know, on that Milwaukee tire inflator. Yes. Yeah. So I bought one, right? Huh? And I swear to get to pull that, get that battery out because my hands they don't fit in between that. You know where the It's a little tight. The- no,
4: you're right. It is a little tight on that.
7: I gotta use a pair of channel locks. That's my fine.
4: It, you know, if you have to, I was just gonna say, you can always use a pair of pliers or something. That works as well. Yep, nothing wrong with that.
7: Uh,
6: and, and, and all the, uh, and all the, a
4: tools. lot of those powers, especially those until tools. they're a little worked in, Bill. That's pretty normal for all of them. Yeah, yeah. Even I have
6: a Roby that they're my wife that can't way. get it out. That's you know, right, same same
7: kind of thing. My, my wife can get her hand in there, but I have seen on YouTube some guy he filed down that little nubby. Hmm.
4: Oh yeah. Now what I've what I've noticed on mine is the more I've used it, the easier it's getting to come in and out. But when it was brand new, yeah, uh, Bill. Even in my case, I had to use a pair of pliers to get it out because it was really tight. Now that I've used it, I don't know. I've had mine a couple of months now, and once I've had you know several cycles of batteries going in and out of it, uh, I, I don't have any issues anymore. But yeah, that first couple of times, I sure did. Yeah,
7: I just want, I just really call to make sure that this one. No, you're to- right.
4: No, I mean that that is, and like Steve said, a lot of these. Uh, Power tools are very much that way, yes. And Steve's got a picture up of the 18-volt, which, by the way, they're easier because the battery... On an 18 volt has the two little buttons on the side, and and you can do that. The 12 volt or the 12 volt one, which Steve is to the right, that's the little square box one. Oh, the yeah, 12 volt crash. one is a little harder because to Bill's point, it's up underneath and it's really hard to get your fingers in there. I see. I see what you mean. By the way, that one that you're looking at, Steve, mm-hmm. is that on Home Depot right now? Yeah. That's a okay for everybody listening. <laughs> that's, that's a steal. A steal. It's 139 bucks with a charger and two batteries. That's a steal. That's a deal right now. That's on sale. That's a deal. That is because at Amazon they're ninety it cost, bucks. It cost me two hundred bucks for that. That's right. No, Brilliant. if you got time, you buy it—a charger and a battery. This right now, for all of you listening, that's a steal. Hmm. I just noticed Steve bringing that up with the price. That's yeah. a deal. The batteries alone cost you that. You're getting them later for free. It's uh, regularly two ninety nine. That's right. You're that is a st- for everybody listening. Sorry, <laughs> that's a steal. If you if you got time to go to Home Depot, that's a steal. I'm gonna put, yeah. put it on. A layer. I, I, I'm gonna put it on later. I'm liable <laughs> to buy a second one just for that price because you can't buy the batteries for that price. That's true. You're right. That is a steal. Yeah, that's right. So, if we, I, thank you, Steve, for bringing that up. So, yeah. So there you go, Bill. Yes, you're. You're. you're but you're on track. You're. You're right on the money, Bill. Okay. Thanks a lot. You're very welcome. Yeah. So, Fairbay Listing, I've talked about that in the past weeks. Uh, I was gonna put a link up on the website even for that, but at this case, I'll, I'll share that with you. Home Depot's got a sale on it right now, which they do on Milwaukee periodically. it's got the larger battery, the regular battery, the charger, and the smaller inflator that I've talked about. This is the 12-volt version, $139, and it is a steal. You can't buy the batteries and the charger. You can't buy the batteries, I know, because I bought a couple batteries last weekend. You cannot buy the batteries for that $139. So that is a steal. And for a lot of you having a couple of these, you could have, you know, literally you could even throw one of these in your car and just have it with you all the time, which is kind of what I've started doing because it's so small and compact. You just have it with you. So if you ever have a problem, you just get this thing out and fill your tire up and away you go. So it is a deal. And for a shop, like what Steve's got, these, you don't even need to drag the air hose out anymore. These things are that good because it's automated. You You set the level that you want the pressure to be at and walk away. No, really. It's that uh, simple.
6: The, the the issue we have, and, and you know, we love our customers, but you know, we have so many pull up. Can you check, especially this time of year, because their tire lights on, and so we drag a hose out. This and would all
4: eliminate that. All, that. all that. Just go do this okay. instead. So I'm trying to order it now. That's <laughs> the best thing here. All right, we'll be right back. Drive Radio KLZ five sixty.
8: Got too much debt, but a low rate on your mortgage. Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough. Need relief now. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720 500 Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Want to downsize but can't qualify with a current mortgage and a new one? Been told you have to sell your house for the down payment? that debt ratio is too high, we can help. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Use your equity for the down payment in debts, qualify only on the new mortgage payment, and have no more contingency offers. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Our experience can save you money. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS, 298191, regulated by DORA, equal credit lender.
9: are as an engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three Cs. You'll find more of this in your engine and this in
10: your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial loves aircraft. And he knows that to land a plane, you need to follow a checklist. And just like landing a plane, a successful retirement means having a quality time-tested checklist to avoid the myriad of potential pitfalls you could run into. He'll help you determine what you want your retirement to look like, be it traveling, going on cruises, donating, or volunteering, or anything else that you have in mind for a fulfilling retirement. And you can find comfort in knowing that Al has been at this for over three decades. He's seen nearly everything that can derail your plan. You know that his checklist is going to be realistic, flexible, and proven through years of experience, in addition to being customized for you. Contact Al Smith at Golden Eagle Financial today by going to klzradio.com slash money. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Investment, LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents.
2: Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses will look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference.
4: All right, somebody also said at Home Depot right now the 18-volt version is available for, and we just looked it up on Home Depot. One ninety nine and includes two batteries, which again is a deal because normally that compressor alone is about one thirty nine. At Murdoch's, it's one seventy nine. So you're getting two batteries and the eighteen volt compressor, which is a little larger. But if you've got, you know, you've got the ability, you've got more eighteen volt tools or whatever one ninety nine, that's a deal as well. So uh just there you go, food for thought. And these are great Christmas presents as well, by the way. You're trying to figure out what to get dad or that person you can never buy for. Let me tell you, if they don't already have one of these, this is a great Christmas gift. John and Cheyenne, you're next.
7: Hey, sorry to call back so quick, but no, um You're fine different show. <laughs> you always said that. This is a like a combination uh you were talking about I've got the Ryobi eighteen volt uh inflator. Right. Could I use that to top off the expansion tank on my well? Because I know they sure. don't want you to use a compressor.
4: I don't know why you oh. couldn't. Most of these will go to, I've got got to check my memory on this, John, but I know the little one, I believe, will go to at least 120 PSI, and I think the big oh. one is the same or more.
7: Yeah, and most expansion tanks are 30 to 40 Yeah, I was going to say
4: 30, 40 PSI. It's like a tire. Yeah. I don't know why you couldn't use it yeah. on that. I mean, it's yeah, not I, the I it's not high pressure like what you'd have out of a big tank or a regular compressor. I mean, this is the right. compressor itself just filling the tank, i.e. the tire. So in the case of an expansion tank, it's just going to fill the expansion. If I was a plumber, I'd have one of these with me all the time to do that instead of a stupid bike pump like they normally use.
6: Right. right. So the, I that's say it's better than a compressor. Way better putting, than that. Because you're putting in so much
4: air so fast. For this so one's just pushing a pulse it. at a time in.
7: Yeah. Yeah. All right, that was one question, and then the other thing is you were talking about the Milwaukee. Last year, Home Depot was doing the same thing with right uh, Ryobi: buy one tool and get two batteries and a yep. charger.
4: Yep, they you just know? had they had that same deal just a few weeks ago, John.
7: Yeah, I, I've got a half a dozen batteries that hold a good charge, from the four amp big ones all the way down to the amp and a half ones. So I don't need any more batteries right now, but uh, it's always good to remember. And then, did you have a question of the day?
4: Oh, you know what? I blew it. I have not thought of one, no. What do you got? Okay. You got something you want to throw at us?
7: Well, I just was, I had to run, run into Cheyenne. I called you when I was going in. I was just coming back. And we've got 40-plus uh, mile-an-hour headwinds. And uh, I'd like to just remind the truckers, if you're going uphill with a 40-mile-an-hour headwind, you can't pass the other truck. No.
4: <laughs> no. So, I, I had a similar situation this past week that we were – I went up to Breckenridge last weekend and was watching okay. kind of the same thing. It's like, you know, luckily up there there's more than the than just, you know, two lanes, so you could still get around them. And I'm thinking, okay, you're never getting around that guy. You ought to just tuck in behind him, go up the hill, quit worrying about it, because now you're blocking basically two lanes. Yes, the left lane is open, but why? You're not going to get around that guy anyways. No. I, and I,
7: what's funny is most of these truckers don't realize – from Cheyenne to the summit, right before you go down into Laramie, is a 2,600 foot elevation gain over that thing. It's a steady uphill all the way. And with a 40 mile an hour headwind, right. they can barely do 60 miles an hour, but you can always get that one guy that's going to do 62 and block traffic for the next five minutes.
4: And it's deceptive because it looks flat. Miles.
7: Do you think there it's, should yeah.
6: be a law that should say that truckers can't pass each other going up, like going up to the tunnel or going
4: up?
7: Oh, I. Well, I'm not a big law
4: guy. I wish these guys would just monitor themselves so you don't have to have a law to do this. You would think, John, to your point, common sense would set in and say, okay, I'm not going to get around this guy. I might as well just tuck in, do my 30 miles an hour instead of 32. It's
6: or, only 10 minutes or so.
4: It isn't going to change anything yeah. at the top of the tunnel the t- one way or the other, or at least until you get to that flat spot going to the tunnel where you might be able to pass at that point. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know why they can't do that. I'm, I'm still mystified and i get it they're on a schedule they're trying to make money it's their job i'm aware of all of that but here's the here's the problem i have none of us myself included own the road individually it's a collective so no matter whether you're there making a living or not we're all still using and paying for those roads yes i get it the Mm -hmm. truckers are paying more of that portion because of the weight and the amount of fuel they use and so on I, i get all of that but at the end of the day. We're all there together.
7: Well, I'll give you an example of where they did put, like, uh, if you leave Laramie going eastbound, it's a 7% uh, gray uphill with steep grade up to the top. And uh, they have a sign-up that says no trucks, trailers, campers in the left lane. So they've kind of said you got to stay over in the two right lanes. You can't jump in that left lane. And I know the Wyoming Troopers – really enforce that if they see a trucker in that left lane going up trying to go up that hill they will pull them over interesting but what what's interesting though is you see some of the trucks that are pulling heavy loads they're in the right lane with their flashers on hmm. maybe doing 35 40 because that's as fast as they could go it's that steep of a grade so at least those guys are staying to the right and just limping up to the top of the hill i don't know okay so I just got
4: a question of the day thank you whoever texted this in I'll take oh. it I'm gonna steal this one i'm I'm not proud I will I will take all the help I can get and the question of the day now is what's the most useless modification you see on a truck pickup truck you know SUV pickup truck uh, thoughts
7: the the front uh, super bumper brush car oh, yeah the brush card thing on people. Who don't even take it off road? Well, and it weighs
6: like thousands yeah. of yeah. pounds. And they how much do. gas mileage? Much you must you lose with that thing?
4: In most cases, oh. other than maybe a front end collision, John. To your point, that's never going to help that individual.
7: No, no, it's just it looks cool, and that's why I'm doing it, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I suppose. And, and, and there, so, there, was one customer that I
6: had, was hitting a lot of. They had a problem hitting deer. Oh, that I could see. That was the only one I thought.
4: You know, I understand because they lived. See. They
6: lived in off a road, and Nate just it was unlucky. Yeah,
4: that, the them. deer catchers or the deer avoiders or whatever. Yeah, I I could. I, by the way, speaking of that, you guys all enjoy this. I saw a uh, post the other day. I can't remember where it was. You guys just reminded me of this. Speaking of deer, where I can't remember the the meme or, or what what it was saying, but essentially talking about how sometimes people just don't get it. They yeah. had. Back, you know, and even today, you can buy these deer alerts. They go on the vehicle. Typically, you put them up on the front fender someplace, and they're supposed to make a high end whistling noise to where it, you know, drives the deer away. And so, I don't know how well they work. I used to sell them back in the day. I never owned any, so I can't tell you whether they work or not. But, John, in this case, and Steve, they installed them on the dash inside the vehicle. Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't think those are going to work too well because there's no air going through them to actually activate said deer whistle, quote unquote. (laughs)
7: Um now last thing we've been seeing up here is by the wind farms. I don't know if you know this, but because they kill so many birds, the windmills, yeah. The coyotes are
4: under a big mm. force
7: cuz it's an easy oh, yeah. meal. easy picking.
4: And the other morning Those aren't dumb coyotes weeks. by the way. No. The other
7: morning I was going to work and I'm on I80 I'm doing 78 79 miles an hour paying attention, thank God, and all of a sudden, this coyote, I hit the brakes, he shot right across the interstate to go from one side to the other, where there's wind farms on both sides.
4: Ah, he's going over to get a little more breakfast.
7: Right, and I I know, coyote's not a deer, but if you're doing 80 and you hit a coyote... Oh, yeah,
4: no, no, still still a problem. You're going to
7: write a check.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, yeah, I get it. Yeah, no, they're they're heavy enough. Well, John, most vehicles today, including pickup trucks, don't have enough... You know, bumper equipment maybe is the best way to say it. Yeah. Uh, you hit anything, any sizable animal at all, including even something you may run over, i.e., raccoon or something. Depending upon the vehicle, you're going to do some damage. We really don't oh, have yeah. bumpers. No, we really don't. That's not a traditional it's sense. That's all it is, and, yeah. and even the underbody shields and so on. And Steve can attest to this. You depending upon what you run over, you're tearing some of that up.
7: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, it's it's not like my father's 73
4: Chevy oh no <laughs> not <on>. even close <laughs> not even like a 90 Chevy John so yeah, not no. anywhere close to that
7: no every time I work on my snow plow that 80 Chevy I realize how much sturdier those trucks were
4: and, you know, and, and safety-wise, are they safer? No, we know they're yep. not because, our, you know, we've designed the newer vehicles to crumple and do the things necessary right. to absorb the impact so people, you know, live rather than die and, and all of that. But, no, they are, not, they are not as stiff as what your 80 Chevy was, not even close.
7: No. So, last question. Um, I'm still having a problem with uh, check engine light coming on, and it says uh, small uh, fuel leak is when the guy runs the scan tool. Okay. And vacuum they change, Huh? Well, vacuum, leak. vacuum leak. Yeah. They changed that part on top of the fuel tank. It's, an eight, it's a 2011 Ram 1500. There's a part oh. of it that sits on top of the fuel tank that I've had it changed twice in right. the 13 years I've owned the truck. Right. And every now and then, that light comes back on. I put a new fuel cap on. He smoke tested it for an hour and couldn't find a leak but it only happens after it's been sitting for three or four days. Mm. If I run it every day, the light stays off, I have no issues. Interesting. Any idea? I'm
4: trying to think why sitting, unless there's a check valve somewhere that's not operating correctly, staying open, something along those lines, John, I, I can't think of any other... Anything else there that would cause that from it just sitting? It's got to be something along those lines.
7: Okay. Well, you In, know, right now.
4: What, what year and make again was, I'm sorry, 2013?
7: 11 RAM. 2011. 1500 Wait, RAM. 5'7. Not
6: I'll, that it I'll really play, matters. I'll on play this around end of a little bit while we're
4: we here. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll do a little research on our end, John.
7: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. you know, it's just. It's annoying that I gotta ask the guy in the shop where I work to clear the code every now and again. I hear you. You know he he doesn't mind. It's a it's a five minute thing, and he'll clear the code for me. And he's like, John, don't worry about it. But I just don't like to ask. I him. hear you.
4: No, I, I agree. And
7: I don't want to. I don't want to run with that light on. But it seems like if it's more than like four days, three or four days, it's just when I start
4: it up, it comes on. Get you one of your own little code readers that'll clear the code for fifty bucks or forty bucks, mm-hmm. and call it good.
6: Yeah.
7: Oh, we're
4: oh you can get Napa them. everywhere. Napa's yeah. got them. Amazon, wherever you can get a code reader and clearer, quote unquote, for that year of vehicle all day long. Not very expensive. Okay.
7: Well, I guess when I get up to the house, I'm going mean, to go on my if, if that's,
4: I mean, given this, and we know it's not really any issues, and you know the code coming no. out of it as well, big deal. Go for it.
7: No, he uh, when he had it in the last time, he smoke tested it and had said it held for over an hour.
4: Yeah, there you go. And, so that's going to be really tough to find.
7: And yeah. you hit and my mechanic said the next time if you if I want him to look at it he's going to have to drop the fuel tank.
6: Well, it it makes you wonder, you know, that there's maybe some reflash or update something like that that they, you know, that they, they set the parameters too tight and the reflash will change it to where it won't come on, you know, but they sometimes they have to think about this for years and then they come out with a program update and then tell you, you know, after you've beat your head against the wall for years. And, 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 and then they finally fix refresh,
7: it. Would a reflash like that only happen for at Chrysler or Ram? Oh, no. You, no, you can no, get it done. Can do
6: it. Some in a lot of oh, shops. Okay. Yeah, you can get it done, but it, they have you know. But they charge you know it's two fifty. I think. It, yeah, what they're getting in the dealer for that? Yeah, it's, if not more, I, I
7: could go. If if they could do it at the shop, my guy can do it. He's yeah. really good.
4: Yeah. Well, All what, right. What we and do by is we have way, a. There, there's one oh, on Amazon for twenty two dollars. What? <laughs> So it's uh, not that much. You could find, you know, you could do your own twenty two forty nine right now. It's an Ancel A N C L. Don't know the brand, but it's got good reviews and twenty two bucks. You could do what you need to do, John. And this is a code reader slash clearer. I'm looking at the screen of it right now. Read codes, erase codes, get live data, do some free, do some freeze frame data. Blah blah blah. Now okay. again, this is probably. I mean, it's not going to give you the same data, of course. Nowhere's close Bro. to what a. Regular shops going to do, but for what you're trying to do, would this work? Absolutely, it would all day long.
7: Okay, and yeah, and at two twenty nine, I you know I'm not going to dump a whole bunch of money into this. I mean, it runs perfect because I do
4: my maintenance. And and for this, for twenty two dollars and fifty cents, you don't have to ask anybody. Yep. Hey, John. What was that again? The name? Ansel A N C E L A D three ten.
7: Okay. Um, If I get it, I might text you.
4: No yeah, worries. Just let me know. Man. All right, man. Yeah. Right. Teas, what is the most useless modification you see on a truck? I've got another answer that was uh, emailed in to me as well. I'll talk about it in a moment. Don't go anywhere. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Napa Know
3: How. The friendly folks at your local Napa Auto Care Center appreciate their customers, and they like to show it. Stop by your Napa Auto Care Center today and ask for your customer loyalty card. It has a valuable offer you can use again and Again. It's their way of thanking you again and again for your business and loyalty. Find your nearest store at NapaOnline.com.
0: Napa know how.
3: If your engine doesn't
9: leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go?
3: The hot temps around the Denver metro area are just getting hotter, and Extreme Auto Repair wants you and your vehicle to stay cool. When the heat outside swelters, you are at a much higher risk of your engine overheating and failing, leaving you stranded and waiting on a tow. You know to check your coolant frequently, but did you know that low engine oil can also cause your engine to overheat faster? This is especially important in the mountains where your car is driven much harder than on flat ground. Simple things like regular oil changes done on time with Extreme Auto Repair can help protect your engine and keep you safe. In the harsh and ever-changing Colorado weather, it's important to make sure that your car is always in tip-top shape. And Extreme Auto Repair will help you make that happen. Appointments are required for services and inspection. So to schedule your visit to Extreme Auto Repair, go to
11: klzradio.com extreme today. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162.
4: Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of All right, we are back. Drive Radio KLZ 560. Got a text message in on the question of the day, which is what is the stupidest modification on trucks that you see? Somebody said, how about the silly air snorkel kits that go up the side of the windshield on the Land Rovers and Jeeps? It's just stupid. 99% of the cases, they're never going to use these. Couldn't agree more. The majority of the people that put those on will never see enough water. It's all looks. In my opinion, I, of course, I'm a guy that likes things nice and clean and neat, and that snorkel is just one added thing that just makes everything look super stupid. So sorry if you've got a snorkel, more power to you, and if you use it, great. But if you don't, um, you just look stupid. I'm sorry. I don't, have, I don't have any other way to say it. Wade and Littleton, you're next.
13: Hey, uh, by the way, that snorkel comment, that's funny, and I completely agree with you. Because I don't get it, Wade. U- Most of them are never going to use, use that it, thing. To actually use it, that means you also got to you know, put longer hoses on your diff, diff vent. All you sorts of things. And besides that, Wade, engine. that
4: also means that you better make sure everything door-wise is all it's sealed up, because otherwise you're having water inside of... The vehicle itself, which, frankly, I would never want either. So to me, you know, unless it's a dire emergency, end-of-the-world kind of stuff where you're having to drive through things like that, why? The zombie apocalypse. Oh, it's, why? It's the, it's
13: the, I know. We don't live in Australia. Some of those guys really do. Uh, use I, and I, are, some of the mud stuff that
4: guys get yeah. into in those areas and so on. But here in Colorado, Wade, um, Why?
13: Yep. I, if it goes halfway over my 35-inch tires, that's You're already in trouble. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. If you're
4: having that, where's the computer? Depends no. on the vehicle. Some of it's yeah. on the engine. Depends. Exactly. Yeah. Some of it's mounted out the remodel. firewall. That's yeah. so, yeah. yeah. exactly you're, you're, you're right. Merging that computer. Great, great point, Steve. Car. Great point. Yeah. To me, Wade, <laughs> it's a look thing is all it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey,
13: so I called in just to uh, recommend to your last caller um I actually did a report for an internal combustion engine class in college um, using, like, a $10 Bluetooth reader, oh, nice. uh, OBD2 reader. And if you download an app, it still exists today. It's called Torque, spelled Torque,
4: like T-O-R-Q-U-E. Like Torque for an engine.
13: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Got Got and and um, you can download a free version called Torque Lite, and then for five dollars, you get a lifetime subscription to Got it. it. Oh, and where and, and where do you buy the little device?
4: Where do you buy the ALDL device?
13: Oh you find Amazon, whatever. Just look up Bluetooth OBD2 reader. Gotcha. So once you like, have that, you do the app, and away you go. So into my car. So ten
3: instead of twenty, and away super.
4: you go. <laughs> <The> <laughs> I mean, we're getting really cheap cool. now. Yeah. We're getting cheaper. Yeah. We're getting cheaper. They're going to pay this, us. Too. Oh yeah, exactly. It's getting really cheap. <laughs> <laughs>
13: <laughs> yeah, but also, but what's cool about this app is so you can graph everything in real time. You can save data up to I think I think it can go up to like five times a second and log it. So you can um, you can pretty much diagnose something that you you know a, a, a snap on reader would do.
4: Yeah, yeah, good point.
13: It's, it's Some of mine don't need even graph to so. D2. Yeah, it's it anyway. That's just my recommendation. So
4: no, you know what? That's a thank you. That's a great idea. Um, I think for a lot of folks, and, and I want to make sure I preface this. This is for people that really have a handle on some things that are going on. In the case of of John up in Cheyenne, he already kind of knows what the problem is, and he's just trying to clear it, and it's an older vehicle and so on. So, Wade, we are by no means saying if you're driving a late model vehicle and something comes on, no, just don't go in and clear it because you're then liable to never get the vehicle fixed properly, and we want things fixed properly. This is for those unique situations like what John and Cheyenne has going on.
13: Well, oh, absolutely. But I I would still recommend this App that I'm talking about because you it allows you to read codes and then um, if you're connected to the internet with your cell phone presumably right you can just click on it it'll give you a web search of what that code means and if you go to clear codes it'll give you a warning like are you sure that you've checked this right. like you right. know, clearing codes can be dangerous if you didn't fix it so anyway right. and, that's I, and, just the, a and just really
4: quick I did a search the cheapest. OBD2 uh, Bluetooth readers like thirteen bucks. So again, depending so, upon how I, I, yeah. handy you are and whether you want to use your cell phone or whatever, the other one's twenty-two bucks. So we're you know we're thirteen or twenty-two. Either way, it's pretty cheap. It's pretty darn cheap. Yeah, yeah. good point. No, so, and, and hey, I'll check that I, out. So one, and I and again, if, yeah. and, and by the way, Wade, if you've got a particular. One, I'm always a little leery of some of the really, really cheap stuff. So if you've got a particular brand on the Bluetooth end of it, send it to me so I, so I can take a peek at that. Because, again, I, there's, you know, there's half a dozen of them on here, and I don't know one from another.
13: Honestly, I bought, um, I think I bought five of them, and they're just Chinese-made cheap ones. One out of five didn't work. Okay. Um, but if it connects to your phone and then using an app, you know, it either works or it doesn't. So maybe you lost your 15 bucks or whatever you said the price was. But um, maybe you didn't.
6: You know, Wade, <laughs> actually, I've,
13: had, I've had some of these since uh, 2013, and they're still working. So. Okay. Well,
6: you know, actually, Wade, when you're saying this, as I think about this, I, I actually like this. I would, I would want my customer to know what code that is, and I think it gives the customer uh, a little more power because, you know, they they don't know what's going on with their car. Correct. And there's, there's you know, I, we could build in other things, like nefariously. Right. You know, I don't. I mean, it's not something we I don't, can think but, about. but, right. But I would want, you know, because if a customer comes in and says, I have a check-in, you're like, they don't know what the code is, is. But if I say it's this, this, and this, and uh, they have their code, and they say, well, no, that's not the codes I got. You know, there mm-hmm. would be a... Dis- yeah, it's an honor, dis- kind of an honor dis- system. A, yeah, yeah. I agree. think I think the more educated a customer is, the better off it is. So So honestly, it doesn't bother me that a customer
4: knows what it is. Well, I agree. Uh, Way before I go to break, really quick, one only question I've got on the Torque app, because the only concern I've got with some of the apps is I don't want to give my vehicle and my info to somebody else out on the Internet. Does Torque pull that info?
13: No, not as far as I'm aware. It it was made by a couple engineers that were in undergrad um, in computer science in I think in Michigan okay. um, and it they really they just want it. they just saw that uh they like working on cars we like working on cars yep. cars and you can go through the code and edit it yourself if you'd like um it's a, quite a bit of code but uh as far as I know I, it's not
4: it's not pulling anything. Okay, any good. I mean, it's, it's, some of these where you've got Detroit. to you know, <laughs> register email, website, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'd rather just have a code reader at that point because I really no, no offense, no. I don't want anybody having you that don't data.
13: Ha- You don't have to register anything. The only thing Perfect. you have
4: to do is connect the Bluetooth reader. Perfect. To the okay. App now, yeah. Sorry, that was my yeah. question. As long as you're not, I'm not registering yep. anything with somebody. That was my biggest thing. Yeah. Thank you for so that.
13: No, I, I actually use it. Generally, I use it. I have like a tablet. Okay. i don't even connect to the internet gotcha so there's no way it's sending any information perfect and i use that perfect.
4: app. perfect great so. okay perfect wait thank you i appreciate that very much steve hang tight we'll come right back to you drive radio klz 560
1: with hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching we here at roof savers colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303 710 6916. That's 303 710 6916, or go to roofsaversco.com to keep your roof ready for wherever Colorado throws its way.
3: Okay, your week is crazy. Your local Napa Auto Care Center understands. That's why we're open Saturdays for your convenience. Get that oil change you've been putting off way too long. Be done with those squeaky brakes that are on your last nerve. We get it. Our Napa Auto Care Center is open Saturday. When you maybe don't have soccer, dance class, a late meeting at work, you name it. Call for a Saturday
0: appointment now. Find your store at NapaOnline.com. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. Did you know that chip can be fixed? But who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972. And it still leads the industry in cutting edge technology, backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company. While other glass repair services offer limited warranties, or worse, none at all, you can trust the original Novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield. Find a Novus location near you by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass.
14: That's 303-662-0789.
4: All right, and before we go to the phones, don't forget, we've got a a good turkey drive going on right now. It's at the Appliance Factory over in the Westminster area, right off of, I believe, Sheridan and 80th, I want to say. And it's a team effort between the Arvada Fire Department and the Westminster Fire Department, and you can bring a turkey buy, you can also bring a donation by as steve said earlier so swing in there my wife's there helping out right now as well so you can stop and say hi also it's today only so if you're listening to us on sunday yes no you cannot do that on sunday it's a saturday thank you charlie it's a saturday only thing um yeah no you this is if you're listening on sunday now if it's sunday We'll still figure out a way for you to make a donation or do something along those lines, but you can't go by there and drop it off. This is a Saturday event only. There'll be some hot wings and some other things as well. So uh, stop by, give a donation, and help out some families in need this holiday season. Steve, you're next. Good morning, gentlemen. How you doing, sir? I'm
15: good. couple quick things. To me, the most useless appendage on a pickup truck, as well as other vehicles, is a Obama-Biden bumper sticker. <laughs> Or a Biden-Harris bumper sticker. But that's for another day. Like, what's yeah. the reason. Anyway, yeah. yeah, I uh, can't argue that uh, one. My question is, I mean, people that would vote for somebody that wants to destroy them, I just don't get. And, you know, we've had 40% of people vote for HH, which is out to destroy them. Right. And they still vote for it.
4: I and know. Another thing. That makes no yeah. sense. Anyway,
15: uh, quick question. On the um, 740i, it's got... Two different OBD ports,
4: since you brought that
15: up with the previous caller. You've got mm-hmm. one, not on the left side panel, but in the center console, and that's sort of the fake one. And then underneath the hood is a 32-pin connector for the real one. So, anyway, it turns out you need to have the clock spring replacement done, airbag, steering wheel. What do you think that's going to run? Ooh. Yeah. You're the, what, yeah. What, yeah, what year is the Is an old one? Old? It's, it's an older one, one. Oh, I oh have one, one my yeah. brother
6: in the last one. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be a four or five hundred dollar type deal. I would bet. It's not going to be a lot of labor, but I, that, I would think that clock spring is hard to find.
15: Uh, I think it's going to be more labor because you got to take the steering wheel off, all that jazz. Oh,
6: it's well, yeah. I mean, it's not that bad. Okay. I mean, there, there's some special tools, but you know, most good techs have those. Love
15: that car, but anyway. Uh, Next item is, uh, we had talked last week about winning for an oil change with Simply Europe, and they managed, which we've all done, to break one of the latches on the air filter. And, you know, they said, okay, fine. So anyway, amazingly, last week, a week ago, they did another oil change, and it drug on and drug on, and they comped it, the whole thing, the, the whole oil change. (laughs) <laughs> which I've never had happen until it change. You know how they go in, and they say, well, you got to do this, 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 this. So they had recommended change of both the air filter for the engine and the cabin air filter. And $330, bucks. i am going, whoa. Now, I'm no mechanical expert. I don't do it that often. But being careful and slow, I can do each one in about 15, 20 minutes. And you're talking about 35 bucks worth of filters for both.
4: The air and the cabin seems to me that's kind of off the charts. What do you think? I don't know, um, Steve. Uh, that's again more your department on the pricing. I can't answer that, Steve.
6: I mean, um, generally, and just the way I do it, we don't generally charge to replace the engine filter if it's relatively accessible. If it's just a couple yeah. of clips that you know that we can break, you know, those those things, that we don't. But the cabin one. We'll charge a third of an hour or a half an hour, depending if it's more difficult.
4: So that Which are still, down, you know, depending still, upon labor still, rates around town, you're still 80 to 100 bucks for that, Steve, plus yeah. the cost of the parts and such. So it's probably not that far off. Yeah, I mean.
15: If, All right, well, I don't if, do it very often, but I can do it carefully, slowly, in about 15, 20 minutes. That's just three. Yeah, that's about right.
4: That's a third of an hour. That's right. You're paying somebody else to do it, and you're, and you're spending, yep. you know, 100 Absolutely. bucks or so to do it. Yeah.
15: Absolutely. Hey, look, last item on the theft issue. You would probably appreciate this. I'm getting really hot. More people need to get hot. Uh, A few months ago, maybe four or five, we had a 72-year-old gentleman, Home Depot, Woodman Academy. He's coming out the front door, and there's a 20-something guy with a cart full of high-value merchandise. Mm -hmm. And he tells the guy, take it back and pay for it. The guy ignores him, keeps walking. So he walks up to him again. Take it back and pay for it. Well, the guy gets gnarly, turns around and stabs him six
4: times. Oh, He's Lucky to be alive. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's not when good, I, Steve. That's just a bunch of nonsense.
15: You know, I'm not going to shoot a guy for stealing a cart. But I sure would like to tase them until the Caps get there. Yeah, by that's the way, a fact.
4: That's a fact. Steve, up. with that, i got to run, sorry, up against our hard break at the top of the hour. Appreciate you very much. Yeah, that's, that's not a good story. So, yeah, everybody be careful out there when it comes to that. We'll be right back. Two more hours to go. Drive Radio, KLZ 560.
3: Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments.